welcome to this fun hangout where we'll be discussing visions, encounters, and many more prophetic things. Hey, my name is Aaron Dierneray, and we are a ministry that is focused on rebuilding and reformation. We will be doing new broadcasts as we go through the visions that God has given me so that we can discuss strategies as we go forward. Thank you for joining in. We have, you see behind me, we have a very casual atmosphere here. So just uh, sit down, chillax, and let's get down to it. Let's see. I'm gonna go ahead and read the vision first before we get started. I would like to pray. Thank you, Lord, for bringing us together and that we can discuss your kingdom on earth. We have a lot of work to do in the future when it comes to reformation of society, but there has been steady progress as your Holy Spirit has been, has been exposing and revealing deep and dark things that have been hidden, and you are bringing them out to the light. Thank you, Jesus, that as believers, that we have, we are given wisdom, revelation, and blueprints to, to meet these challenges head on. In your name, amen. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for being here with us, as you always are. The title of this one is Vision, A New Era of the Kingdom on Earth. The morning of November 30th, I was shown a vision of what I believe is the near future. I saw the people walking around in their day-to-day -day lives. It was an era of rebuilding. The saints were being equipped, and callings and destinies were being given from heaven. These purposes were related to the seven mountains of influence. Praise the Lord that all seven mountains belong to him. In another segment of the vision, I saw the Lord as king of this brand new city. His glory swept through the earth. He has a crown on his head and he was sitting on the top of a mountain which also is in the city. His presence is huge at the forefront of the city. When the Lord gave me this vision, I wanna just give an explanation. A vision is different from a dream. Normally in a dream, the Lord is communicating, it, he's communicating images and pictures to your spirit. It, it may sometimes feel like a real experience as you're sleeping. He's communicating and depositing information into you. That's why when you wake up, you might start to feel kind of frazzled of this, these new impressions the Lord put on you. And as you wake up, your mind is trying to catch up to what happened in your spirit. And sometimes when you fully awake and you're in your mind, you might all of a sudden start 
forgetting details of your dreams and wondering, oh, like, what did I just dream? That's because those details are in your spirit. And also, that's why it's important to write down these details so that we don't forget. We write down these instructions, these impressions the Lord gives us. Now, a vision. A vision is what happens when you are awake. It's usually in the daytime, in the evening time. You'll actually see something with your spiritual eyes in the natural. So if you see this kitchen behind you, if all of a sudden the Lord showed you a clock that was floating behind me, that's not going to be something that's natural. That's something supernatural. You'd be seeing with your spiritual eyes into the realm of the spirit, this clock floating behind me. Or if you, you know, in some cases, if you end up seeing an angel behind someone and you're like, whoa, what's happening? It's because the Lord's given you insight into what's happening in the spiritual realm. So when I was having this vision, I was actually um, in, in the vision. It, it was sort of like an eagle eye view of what was going on. So I actually saw the people walking around. I saw them in their in their uniforms. It was sort of like the culture of that time for this time period. And I also had seen, well, first of all, I saw them, yeah, walking around and they were being given tools. That was to represent the equipping. I, and then back to, to go back to the king of the city, I saw this impression. It was a... It, it was a, basically, how, how do I explain that? The image that I saw was I saw the mountain and I saw, like, in the distance, I saw the king that was sitting on this mountain. And, and, and then I saw the sort of, like, enlargement of his face. It was the face with the crown and it was the... It was the knowing that he is the ruler of this city, and that king is Jesus. We're, we're, we're coming into some really great times because I personally believe that this vision, it's not in the far off future. I'm not talking about the millennial reign. I'm talking about right pretty soon, I'd say coming up soon. <laughs> I believe when our nation is saved, when America is saved, we are coming into a time when God's government and his rules, the courts of heaven, justice is going to be delivered onto the earth. I believe that this is a picture of what the Lord's going to do as he raises up righteous leaders who will operate in his governmental authority in the mantle of government. And during this time, we were, we will be seeing an age. This, I believe this is an age of prosperity. I believe that as the saints are equipped, excuse me, as the saints are equipped, we are going to see reformation across the seven mountains of influence, which are, religion slash worship, 
education, family, government, media, economy, and the last mountain is arts and entertainment. The Lord is exposing and revealing corruption that has been there for decades and is exposing it so that his Holy Spirit can clean it out, not only in America, but also in the church. If you want to go back to some of my recent podcast episodes, I go through the mountains and death and about which specific problems we are facing in those mountains that have to be dealt with and that are being dealt with. Believers, we've been given this, uh, it was something in the mainstream church. They were taught that they're supposed to stay out of politics. You know, they were supposed to kind of just run away. The darkness, you know, the darkness is just going to get darker as we get closer to the end of the book of Revelation and things like that. But the problem with that was as believers fled these uh, areas of society, then the darkness took over those areas. If you're wondering why Hollywood is in such shambles right now, why there's so much dark entertainment out there, why people are struggling financially with the area of government and affecting families and their income, grocery prices, gas prices, it's because the church did not do her duty. The church is called to be salt and light across all seven areas of society. It's not for us to be, how do we say this? It's, it's one thing, Christians in the past, sometimes they will, let's see. I'm, I'm thinking about the best way to explain this. <laughs> let's just say it is more productive to get into the fight and reform society than to finger point and criticize. It's one thing to say the government is corrupt and there's all these problems, but there's another, it's another matterly, matter entirely to be on the offensive, to pray, to intercede, to conquer the darkness. Not complain about the darkness, but to conquer the darkness. And that's what we've been called to do as sons and daughters of God. The scripture tells us that the earth cries out for the sons and daughters of God. It groans for them. The reason that the earth groans is because they are the solution. The book of Revelations makes it clear that when Jesus comes back, it's going to be Jesus ruling, but it's also going to be alongside his sons and daughters. Because Adam and Eve, they were given dominion over the earth. They gave that authority away to Satan when they sinned. But when Jesus came and did his rescue mission to take back the keys of sin, death, and the grave from the devil, Jesus took back all authority on heaven and earth, in heaven and earth. And then he told his disciples in Matthew 28 to go out, I have been given all authority under heaven and earth. Go out to every nation and preach the gospel, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. All right, having fun yet? (laughs) 
I have a uh, like an excerpt about this uh, vision, just to explain some more about visions versus uh, dreams. The Lord, he deposited a vision of the future. The way the Lord speaks is that he'll show us a glimpse of the future and we will speak out the reality. We bring the future into the present. We are walking time portals, carrying the future and opening doors that proceed into this reality. There's actually, there's been a prophetic picture that the Lord's been given me over the past couple of weeks. It's been coming up repeatedly, which that's a way for him to show me, hey, you know, pay attention. <laughs> this is important. It's, I've been getting this prophetic picture of a winding path. And along this winding path, there are doors, one after another. It is one step at a time. We walk on the path, and when we come across a door, which I believe these are doors of destiny, we use the keys that God has given us, which he will give us through character growth. And as we abide in him, as we surrender our lives to him for his will and his purpose, we can unlock the next door. The path opens and that continues for us to keep walking down the path. And then we will arrive at the next door. God's plans are so amazing. I wasn't planning on sharing about that door metaphor, the Holy Spirit. He just, he just put that off here for you. So I pray that that particular word that blesses someone right now that needs it that you've been walking a path for a very long time and you haven't been seeing breakthrough. But oftentimes that breakthrough is something that he's placed deep inside of you. So in your secret place, as you spend time in the secret place, these keys will unfold. They will, they'll come forth from you and he'll give you the wisdom of what to do next. So we release those keys for you in the name of Jesus. Receive them by faith right now. Thank you, Lord. The future flows from his heart and into the natural, ushering alignment with his intentions. The city that I saw was prosperous and we know that scripture tells us in Proverbs 11.10, when the righteous prosper, the city rejoices. The Lord is bringing back his righteous ones, number 45. He is bringing back righteous leaders and those who have said yes to him in the secret place. The Lord is going to bring about these righteous ones in his timing and in his ways. It was only a drop of his power, a tiny drop of his power that parted the Red Seas. Do you think that the nation can be saved in a day? The answer to that question is yes. 
The Lord reigns on his throne high above in heaven. The earth is his footstool. The wicked ones down here that are in America, in the places of government, mm -mm. there's only a window of time of grace and that's it. Judgment, judgment, judgment. The Lord says about his children that it would be better for a millstone to be tied around their neck than to, be, than to harm one of my little ones. I believe that is in reference also to, I'm just, I'm just saying that in our, in our modern context, what's happening going on with human trafficking, I believe that this is a rhema word for what's going on. And God's children will not be silenced. God is rescuing the children. I have a list of decrees that we're going to go through. I would ask for you to take this into your prayer time. These will be, these are weapons. Each decree is a weapon to bring forth the future. The comment, the, the statement about being walking time portals is God has deposited the future into us. So as we, as we walk in his ways and his path and we declare his word, we bring the future into the present. We actually attract the things of God because faith is a substance. Faith is the, the substance, the evidence of what we do not see. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1. Faith is a real spiritual substance. Look in the, King in the King James Version. Faith is a real substance. And as, it's, as we partner with the faith that God has given us, we partner with his plans and his ways, we see that faith, that substance manifest into what we believe, the hope of Christ that is in us. He brings forth his plans and his ways. All right. Declaration number one. This is actually a staple of my ministry. It's a banner. The glory of God will cover the earth as the waters covers the seas. This, the Lord gave me a vision. Here we go, guys. We're learning, right? Visions. The Lord gave me a vision I saw this, I saw this bright light shining out of the darkness, out of the hills. And this light, it, it starts to encapsulate, it starts to overcome everything else that's around them. Light overcomes the darkness. I believe this is a prophetic picture of the Seven Mountains mandate, where we as believers we take dominion over society. We occupy. We are called more than conquerors in Christ Jesus. Ooh. This is how we bring the kingdom of heaven to earth. Through Christians, through his believers, his sons and daughters, stepping into their callings and their destinies that are unfolding. Government, media, the economy, all of these areas are important. 
believers need to be in the marketplace. We need to be involved in every area of society. That glorifies God. All seven mountains, they are reflections of what's going on in heaven. We, we reflect the ecosystem, the culture of heaven on earth. Everything was in heaven first. Like you go to Disney World or you see all these rides and stuff, amusement parks and inventions, they existed in heaven first. That's how we got the idea. You know, you see the sun that's shining out there. Well, Jesus is the sun. He's the light of heaven. That's where that that's where that spiritual reality comes from. Everything on earth reflects what is is in, what is in heaven. Arts and entertainment, inventions, where do those come from? They come out of heaven. Your your creative spark, your ability to draw and to create. That comes from the creativity of Holy Spirit. Everything has a source. Everything on earth has a source and it reflects heaven. Woo. Declaration, decree number two. It's a declaration too. The people of the new era will love God and serve him only. A wild love passionate for him. Uh, getting to take dominion over society is great, right? You know, for the kingdom of God. But we have to remember, God is number one. Without God, you have tyranny. And that can also devolve into communism. Oh, no, did I say that? You know, YouTube might ban me just for saying that. But good thing I'm on Rumble, right? <laughs> Check me out on Rumble. Everything on earth reflects heaven. <laughs> and God is the king. He's the king over the government, over heaven's government, the courts of heaven. Everything belongs to him. He is the king of America. He's the rightful leader. The president and these other roles, they are there to carry out the mandate, the plans of heaven for America and for the earth. You know, another topic we can talk about maybe in another episode. The seven mountains, it's not just for America, people. It's for every every other nation, too. And interestingly enough, you know, every nation, of course, has its own culture. So the seven mountains, are they're going to look different. Arts and entertainment look different in Brazil than it does in France, than it does in Europe, than it does, you know, so on and so on. You know what I'm saying? It's it's a it'll be fascinating to get to talk to more people from the other sides of the world about the seven mountains, about how they view things. You know how they view things like uh, like what is God doing with their wealth system? What is God doing with the family over there? And uh, this is the way that we that we unite. You know we talk about these ideas, and we're gonna have our differences in opinion. That's okay, right? Christians can argue with each other. That's okay. <laughs> as long as we're respecting each other, right? But we have such an amazing time ahead of us.
Jesus is king over every nation. Every tongue will confess. Every knee will bow and declare that Jesus Christ is Lord. If there's something we can all agree on when it comes to the book of Revelation, is that there will be a moment when that happens. If your family member or your loved one does not know Jesus yet, now is the time of salvation. God gives us so many opportunities, open doors. He's bringing back the prodigals. He's bringing reconciliation and family. This time is a great awakening because as we see more of these changes, like what's happening in America, as things go from dark to light, we're going to see more people see that, wow, God is real. Like, look, he saved America. He fixed the finance system. Our families could actually prosper. You could actually go to work and make a paycheck and it not all go to bills because of God's new system of finance. I may have to do a separate thing just on Rumble, just to talk about that, that aspect of it. God is king of the earth. Amen. Declaration number three, which ties to number number two as well. We've kind of covered this already. When the righteous prosper, the city rejoices, Proverbs 11.10. That is your declaration. I feel like we've covered that pretty much in depth. Why don't we go ahead and move on? Number four, the Lord is king over the earth, which I've also made that clear, you know? Thank you, Holy Spirit. I think you've wrapped up a few of these already. Look at that. Look at that, we're almost done. Number five, callings, destinies, and purposes are unlocked for the people. People are equipped for the seven mountain mandate. It is part of my job as a prophet to equip the people, to equip the saints for the work of ministry. Ministry is everything you do. It's not just you taking a microphone and speaking on stage and then ta-da, you've done ministry. That is not true. <laughs> it's an aspect of ministry, but that's not the whole thing. You at your regular everyday job, that counts as ministry. And if the Lord is transition transitioning you into something else, then go for it. He will give you the wisdom and the strategies to exit one job into another. He's deposited dreams in you, businesses, books. We need more books. We need more books by Christian authors that are discussing God, his spiritual realm, his finance, his government, how to prophesy, how to hear from the voice of God, which you can hear from God 24 seven. Did you know that as you've been listening to this broadcast, God has been speaking to you. He may have been giving you pictures, impressions. You may feel his presence as we speak about his goodness. Because as you speak about God, he inhabits our praises. He comes to live in our praises, and his presence is all around us. It's in us. It is beside you. If you're feeling some tingling or if you're feeling a little bit of fire, know that as we talk more about God, it invites him more and more. You start feeling him. You are the Ark of the Covenant. You hold the presence of God. You are the temple of the Holy Spirit. Are you hearing from God right now? 
good. Take time. If you need to pause this interview, have some alone time with God and come back. Hey, it's all about him. God, right now we, we go ahead and we, through your Holy Spirit, we release calling, destiny, and purpose. Speak to your people, God. Give them dreams. Give them visions. Give them their own visions about their future, about the nation. Ooh, thank you, God. Give them visions for their future. Ooh. Wow, that's good. That's good. He's releasing it right now. Just receive it by faith. Write in your testimony. Write in your testimony. I want to hear what God is doing for you. God wants your dreams to come true more than you want them to. Because he deposited them in you. You know, you are a dream. Let me say that again. You are a dream. He thought of you before he sent you to earth and knitted you in your mother's womb. He thought of you. <laughs> you are his dream come true. And as a dream, you are given dreams and you become more. <laughs> You become more than you ever thought possible. You're not a sinner, you're a saint. You're not an orphan, you are a son or daughter of God, created in his image. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Uh, enjoy time in his presence, always, 24-7. Joy is a part of who he is. Ooh. Declaration number six. Let's, let's, let's do this. Doors of destiny are unlocked as we walk on the path to the future. Lord, we release the keys we were talking about earlier. Keys for destiny. Ooh. Thank you, Lord, as they level up. They are given the keys they need to fulfill their destiny and their calling on earth. Equip the saints, Lord, with wisdom, strategy, knowledge, with the power of your Holy Spirit. Give them their prayer language, Lord. With you, Lord, it's all or nothing. Either you exist or you don't. Yes, Lord, show them your spirit, show them your power, show them your glory. For the sake of your son, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Everything Jesus won for you, he is your inheritance. You can step into it. Mm. It is yours. You take it by faith. Mm. We come against the enemy trying to distract you or to confuse you. We send those curses back to the sender in Jesus' name. We send every demonic spirit back to the pit to await, to be chained, to await final judgment. Do not touch the Lord's anointed ones. 
God is your favor and your shield. He is your protection. Uh, thank you, God, what you're doing right now. Ooh. You're giving your people the level up. Yeah, that's right. Take that boost. Hmm. Ah. All right, guys, I think I'm feeling that release. I think we're going to have to end it. But, you know, I had so much fun with you. God is joy. We need laughter as we go as we go through these times. I know it's been hard. I know it's been hard lately in these holiday times. I've been stretched personally, like beyond my 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 capacity. But then God comes in and he increases my capacity. That's what the upgrade is. So look look at that. You can even handle even more than before and conquer the enemy. The principalities, the demonic spirits, Jezebel, Leviathan, Baal, Satan, we're coming after all of these. Because they are defeated under the blood of Christ. The blood of Christ runs through your veins. You have been given DNA, the DNA of fatherhood. God is your father. You are seated with Christ in heavenly places. I bless you guys, and I'll see you again.